In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Christ is in our midst. He was, and is, and ever shall be. Now we see this event in this morning's Gospel of Luke, and this is an event that happened. This is an event that happened in history with many, many people around, around Jesus and around these ten lepers. And so this is an event that Jesus knows is an event that is and a miracle that's going to teach us. It's going to burn something into our souls, something that will be instantly recognizable. And this, this event, this healing of the ten leopards, where ten are healed, but one comes back and gives thanks, is also kind of a parable. Because we see this and we instantly understand what the right thing is. And we instantly understand what the not right thing is. That one leper who gave thanks is beautiful. A beautiful expression of thanksgiving and of worship. And we see with the nine that didn't turn back. We can say, oh those guys, those nine, how bad. This, this ugliness of this lack of gratitude. And so we are forced to ask ourselves... Which one are we? Are we one of the nine? In that we, so many things that good happen to us, that we, but we forget them and keep going on our own way? Or are we like the one who, it's our habit, it's our second nature, when something good happens to us, that we return and give thanks to God? Now, preparing this little homily today, it always makes me nervous because this, again, is an event and this is a, a parable that speaks for itself. You all understand what, what it means, what the one person did, the Samaritan who gave thanks. And you all understand the, the feeling that God would have if, nine, if ten are healed and only one come back and give, give thanks. So what am I to say to add to this? So I'm going to be very careful today. I'm going to be short today and give some main points so that I don't hide or somehow detract from the meaning of this morning's gospel. But one question we can ask is why does God seek our gratitude? Because our gratitude adds nothing to God. God does not grow with our gratitude. He does not diminish with our ingratitude. He has not made stronger. He has not made weaker. God is who He is. So why does God seek our gratitude? And the answer is because of His desire of good for us and because of His loving kindness, His philanthropy for us, that He even commands us to give thanks. He commanded Noah to give thanks. He commanded Moses to give thanks and he gave a law for all the thousands and hundreds of thousands of Jews to follow to give thanks. He commanded Abraham to give thanks and a very self-sacrificial thanks, a very great thanks and even up to the point of, of telling Abraham, are you willing to offer your son as thanks to me? And we know because God did not require Isaac, that he wanted to see the level of Abraham's faith and his thanks. It's because of God's endless love for man that he 
even commands us to give thanks. But what kind of thanks is there when it's commanded? When you say to a kid, say thank you, I don't know if that child in his mind has what the idea of thank you means, but we're teaching him to give thanks. Because thanks, especially thanks to God, increases our life. Thanks to God adds to our life. Gratitude raises man out of, one, as one father said, out of the, even the corruption of sin. The thanks to God even grants us, thanks by thanks, the immortality that Christ wants to offer to us. Thanksgiving binds us to the living God. And by binding ourselves to the living God in this life, we are given life not only in this life, but in the life to come. Thanksgiving ennobles. It makes us noble. It ennobles the thankful man. It nourishes our souls. It begets good work. It brings peace into our lives. Try this. If you're feeling bad and down about something, say thank you to God, even for that bad thing that came to you, and I, if you learn this habit, and I'm trying to learn this habit as well as a Christian man, that it will bring peace. Because as we learned before, this word peace, the Greek understanding of the word peace, means to connect. So when we are thanking God, and we are coming back in His presence to thank God, as we do here today, it brings peace into our lives. Now, just a little bit about the wretchedness of these poor lepers. If you think that we are somehow burdened by having to wear our mask, I'm always afraid what's in my pocket. We have to wear our mask. That's burdensome. Think of these lepers. By law, they had to stay home. They had to quarantine. They can only go outside if they had to for some need that they really needed. When they walked outside, they had to tear their clothes. They had to ring a bell to let people know they were coming so people could clear the way. They had to yell, according to the law, unclean, I'm unclean. So these ten lepers, and that's not even talking about the physical pain and the troubling nature of your body falling apart, that these are people, these ten lepers, are people who are suffering, super suffering. Suffering that we perhaps may not understand yet, and I hope you never have to to understand this. Now one father of the church said that these lepers were so focused on their suffering and so focused on their quarantine lifestyle that they, and they wanted salvation so much that it says nothing else in the world mattered to them. A father said they did not care about the wars. They did not care about taxes. They did not care about rights. They did not care about politics. And if there was any time to care about politics, it would have been in the first century with all the intrigue going on in Rome and all the intrigue going on in Israel and all the intrigue going on in the temple. This meant nothing to them because this illness that they had made them only want to be made well and clean. And so they heard about Jesus. How did they hear about Jesus? 
This same father says that it might have been when someone felt pity for them walking by these ten lepers and perhaps threw them a piece of bread and say, by the way, you should go see Jesus. I hear things about him. He does great things. And they went, and they went to Jesus. And of course, they come to Jesus. They call him Lord Jesus Christ, Master, have mercy on us. They didn't call him teacher. They didn't call him rabbi. They called him master, acknowledging that he is the Lord of their lives, that he is the one who will offer them not only physical healing, but also salvation. So they were said, Lord Jesus Christ, master, have mercy on us. We understand this is another saying of the Jesus prayer that we can say in the Orthodox Church anytime that we feel that we are in need. And Jesus heard them and saw them, and by a word, by his very will, he willed them to be cleaned. He told them to go off to the temple so that the priests can verify that they, yes, indeed, are clean. And then on the way, it says that they were healed. Now, only one man returned. Now, note that ten, ten of them believed that Jesus Christ could heal them. Ten of them got up, got dressed, ripped their clothes, rang the bell, walked, said, I'm unclean, I'm unclean, put up with the scared people around them, and went to Jesus. Ten of them believed. Yet when ten of them were healed and one came back, we learn from Jesus and his reaction and in his questions, were, not the, were there not ten that were healed? Why did only one come back? We learn something about faith and belief. That belief is important for faith, but belief is not sufficient for a full and complete faith. What makes faith and belief full and complete is thanksgiving and gratitude. Faith means going back to where Christ is and falling down before him and worshiping him and thanking him and praising him and glorifying him. I hope this sounds familiar to you because these are the exact words from the liturgy that we say, that the priest says on behalf of all the people. We, give, we, 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 we worship you, we glorify you, we thank you, we praise you. And we come back and we come here, if we're able to, and many of us are, some of us aren't able because of the particular time that we're in now with this coronavirus, but we still come and we give thanks to God. And when we don't have the cameras anymore and we don't have the quarantines and the number limits in our church, we're going to all come back in God's presence because it's important and give thanks to Him. Now, the one person who came back, think about it. He was healed for how many seconds? He saw himself healed. One second, two seconds, maybe a minute, maybe five minutes, maybe he's walking. And he said, I'm, I'm healthy, I'm healed, I'm going to turn back and make that effort and walk back to Jesus and give him thanks. This man, one father said, tithed the first moments of his health to give thanks to God. He tithed the first moments of his happiness and his relief to give thanks to God. He tithed his first steps, made well again, to come back and give thanks to God. And this 
is what Jesus has always wanted. Not needed, but wanted. He wants us to be with him. He loves us so much that he calls us to be with him. He loves us so much that when we even disappoint him, he does not leave us and abandon us, but he still is always calling us. He said this, he did this miracle for the Jews that are around. Remember, this is a Samaritan, this one man. He said he did this for all the Jews around them so they could see what it is that really melts God's heart, what really pleases God, what really gives life meaning, what gives life zumi, what gives life juice and, and, and happiness and joy and emphasis. This is what comes from our thanks. So this is a lesson for us. Every time, every moment, but especially here on when we come to the Divine Liturgy, to recall and commemorate God's goodness for everything. Both of, the, both of the good things that are done in private, that are done in public, that are d- things that we know, things that we do not know. The Divine Liturgy is the expression of faith and an expression of belief because we, we complete it with our thanksgiving. Well, there, I did it. I said some words adding to this, uh, to this uh, I was able to accomplish this. Say a few words to this, uh, to this beautiful miracle that we have today. Let us be ever a people and individuals and a church and a parish that, are, that are give thanks. Let us remember that what defines true Orthodox Christianity is our thanksgiving and worship and bowing down and praising and glorifying and being proud of our Lord and God and Savior Jesus Christ together with his co-eternal Father and the all-holy good and life-creating spirit.